Uh, I'm down here today um, with my boy and good mate Moses uh, for uh, another episode of Blueprint Raw. So this is the first one with a guest. So welcome, brother. You're the first guest on the show. The show, yeah, should be good. So I just wanted to have a chat to Moses today about uh, what they do down here at Exodus. And um, I've been coming down here for about nine months now, and it's totally transformed um, the way I, the way I train and. Uh, my self-confidence and everything like that. So I want to have a, a chat with Moe and um, find out a little bit more about uh, Exodus and what they do down here. So uh, starting off, what's, what's, your, what's your style of training down here? Uh, our style of training is um, a group fitness or group-based fitness classes. Uh, we, offer, we offer also um, some PT services, but really we focus around the group fitness. Um, the type of training that we do... Um, it's your basic standard um, training methods, just in different various of um, ways that we're trying to to incorporate our, our athletes outside their comfort zone. So um, you probably noticed Craig when he first started here. Um, there's <laughs> there's a lot of challenging things that Craig <laughs> thought. Well, I can't do this, and and that's what we're trying to eliminate those those um, negative thoughts in people's heads about the can'ts and oh, I, I won't be able to do that. So what we like to do is is educate our our athletes and um, and make sure that they're, they're feeling comfortable at the same time that we want to get them outside their comfort zone so they're learning new things. Um, but yeah, it's just pretty much um, our style of training is just getting in amongst the, 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 the people here, the community. Um, we have different yeah, training methodology, methodologies that we like to incorporate and uh, that we might cover on a little bit later. Sure. Uh, what led you to start this kind of training obviously when I when we first met you're a, a PT back at Fitness First um, so which is very very different to I guess what we do down here I've tried to take some of the things that I've learned down here back to my um, back to the studio and back to what we do at Blueprint uh, I guess the best thing about training at different facilities and things like that is that you can learn and take what might be able to benefit some of your clients uh, and back to back to what what you do there so what what led you to move from i guess the traditional pt strength training side of things to to doing what you're doing now i guess it's just a you know past experience i mean i've i've been a sports athlete for since i was a kid um and then when i decided to do pt i guess it's just growth and learning um 10 years now i've been in as a, as a fitness professional um and it takes time i'm not saying i knew this 10 years ago I guess it's just with past experiences learning different things um, a short stint in bodybuilding as well kind of helped me led to this as having a base fu- uh, foundation uh, but really what got me into this is when I had a setback in playing gridiron I actually played gridiron for for about a whole year and then I tore my ACL and I needed something to try and keep me accountable and then um, I, I started watching Olympic lifting I wanted to get into something a little bit different outside again outside my comfort zone I looked at watched a couple of CrossFit games and at that time I really didn't know what I wanted to do other than um, try and get back into fitness or something that I, I'm always passionate about um, so yeah it's, what got me into this was a setback and and looking at something or a different avenue that I could still continue on as a um, as a professional in in, in in the fitness industry and Obviously, Olympic lifting and CrossFit got me into this, and I guess that's what kind of changed my way of thinking about training. Um, I stepped away from the traditional bodybuilding for uh, for a bit, um, and I guess that's also helped me where I am as well. 
just on that, I think it's a really important um, part of what happens down here and what can happen in a lot of facilities is that a lot of people think because they do pick up injuries and things like that that they have to they have to stop training and it's it's really great when you come down here and there's the modifications and the adaptations that you can make to your training to continue on training or if you can't do a certain exercise I know there's plenty of stuff that I've struggled with that I that I've had to work a lot on and you'd be able to be able to break down the movements to be able to use dumbbells or kettlebells or bands and things like that that um, a lot of people who just can't do a conventional pull-up can then jump in a band and learn and learn pull-ups or do rows and things like that so is that is that an important part of what you do here being able to adapt to things like that absolutely i mean it goes back to i mean when we you know we encourage people to come in here with an open mindset and uh, eliminating those words can't and won't be able to do that uh, we start people off with the basic steps i mean we you'll see a lot of people in here who can move a barbell really well who can do pull-ups you know over 10 repetitions or who can do a handstand up against the wall we don't expect every athlete that walks in this door to be able to do those certain things unless you've had some past experience um, giving yourself an example, Craig, uh, the first thing you walked in here and you saw multiple people doing things upside down and you're like, Moe, I can't do that. And I was like, Craig, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, mate. Like there's ways that we can um, in- incorporate your training so you create the same stimulus, but also at the same time you're learning something new and that you can take away and then come back and learn again, take away. I mean, you know, you look at the best athletes in the world, they weren't good at what they do uh, you know, they weren't good at what they are right now without practicing and learning and taking those setbacks and, and learning from what they've they've done in the past and then come back again and, and keep striving for more I guess you're a, a perfect example of that you know coming back and keep learning um, pulling that ego outside or aside and then going all right let's strip it back let's go back to crawling before we walk before we start sprinting um, but yeah absolutely it's a huge thing in this place that we have to look at each individual and athlete in our place as they're they're starting off fresh regardless if you're a professional athlete or whether you are um a person that's never touched a barbell or a dumbbell or kettlebell in their life um but go, that's a good point actually I like that. yeah yeah that's that's actually been one of the massive things for especially for me coming down here i'd have done so many years of just normal straight bodybuilding lifts and things that you would consider just muscle building and things like that and to come down here and it's you don't just do your lat pull downs and your bench press and your shoulder press there's so many other different moves that are incorporated in that and I guess that probably leads us on to the next thing that I wanted to talk about about what what are the sort of some of the main differences or some of the big differences between this type of training and just like your regular bodybuilding or gym movements that probably over 50 to 60 percent of the population would probably do on that i think the the question around that is that we do a lot of those movements but we also apply it in different ways um the traditional bodybuilding the olympic lifting the the um the high intensity stuff they're all um different ways to get yourself fit and healthy i mean there's no right or wrong way I, i always think that learning something new is going to help benefit any individual uh, but the difference between what we do and versus outside this place um, is just that we encourage people to get themselves confident within themselves and um, 
and, and and just be an open mind and learn something different like you said we we don't have any machines in here other than our cardio equipment we we like to use free range of movements so whether it's whether it's someone in there that can't squat we get them on a box and we practice or on a bench then we practice them just working through their basic fundamentals first um if they can't do a pull down then we won't use a lap pull down we will use some form of banded stuff or even just practicing your your rows um there's so many different ways and styles that we don't have to step inside a gym with a hundred machines but also at the same time we don't have to overcomplicate things by just teaching them the basic fundamentals so uh, onto that question and how to answer that, I think there's no real difference. It's just the way that we do things will help uh, encourage people just to learn something different and um, step outside their comfort zone. I guess we'll come back to that. Yep. Um, and it's been that's another thing that I, I've really enjoyed, and it's something that I've taken back to the studio. Um, a few of my clients that are watching this will know that we got rid of the Smith machine because it's just such an old archaic piece of equipment and there's only so many things you can do on it and we replaced that with another power rack and it's enabled clients to or, or more of my trainers and our trainers at the studio to be able to do squats and um and we've got our dip bar set up and things like that and just different types of training that are a little bit more like i guess adaptations to to real life movements and things like that rather than having a, a piece of equipment that just never really got used for what it was for and it just took up so much room so that's been really good as well I guess like you and I are both pretty passionate about the fitness industry and, and helping other people what's, what's a couple of things that um, I guess why do you love what you do I guess the reason uh, why I love doing this is I like to see people um, achieve their results in different ways. Um, whether it's a, a, a personal best on their lift um, or whether it's someone who's um, able just to pick up a bar and simply move it nicely or even getting their first pull-up or someone coming to me and say, hey, look, I've just lost 11 centimetres and I feel absolutely amazing or I've just lost a couple of kilos and I'm, I feel like I'm on my way to getting fit. And all those little things and feedbacks um that's the reason why i love doing this I, that's, I think that's the reason why i like waking up at 4am and have no issue coming into this place and opening the doors so then it provides my athletes or anyone to walk in the doors and have fun even though sometimes those mornings can be pretty tough but even um <laughs> even though like it's, it's, i think that's the real reason why i love doing this is to to give a place for for my guys to come and train to connect with different people in here in the gym with different fitnesses um, and different shapes and sizes uh, and just look at the expression on each one's each and everyone's faces after a workout before a workout I, I guess that's the reason where it all comes back to why I love all of this is that and I've provided a facility where can you don't feel judged um, you can always feel welcome in here without having any experience to being the most experienced athlete so I guess that's where it comes down to why I'm so passionate about doing this and doing it every day as those um, you know those things that I've just said and I think I think on that, uh, a few people will know that uh, I took part in um, the Open, the CrossFit Open workouts that we did uh, for five weeks. Tell us a little bit about that experience and about what you got out of seeing people achieve things. Like a, I know I took a lot out of it, and just seeing some of your clients achieve things that they they probably haven't haven't thought of doing or haven't done before. Yeah, so we're quite fortunate enough. I mean. 
in the uh, in the CrossFit Open, I think um, even without being ourselves uh, connected to the CrossFit, we we're able to utilize those um, programs to step outside the comfort zone again, um, but also see so many different individuals. Um, really reach their potentials that they never thought they could reach and in, in, in just our daily classes. I mean, that's five weeks of putting yourself through some tough, tough workouts, even though you look at it and you're like, oh, that's easy enough to approach. I mean, I think half the people would think, oh, yeah, I should be able to finish this. And then next thing you know, they start the workout and they're like, wow, I think I've just hit a massive wall. But I think the... Um, I think the encouragement from from everyone, um, the support, just to get everyone over that line, um, you could just tell that, yes, they were in some form of pain, but that pain would also show the emotion that, and it also translated into them achieving things that they could never potentially achieve if they were just to do it on their own or whether they do it in class. You know, it was, it was the, probably the best five weeks um, that I've been involved in since opening this place. Um, it, you just saw the amount of energy in, in here. Um, I guess the community comes back to that as well. Uh, but yeah, like going, like you said, it's the potential. You, you, you unleash so many different things that you thought, well, I, I guess putting back to that 19.5 where you said to me, well, I can't do thrusters, uh, I can't do pull ups. And I was thinking, well, you haven't given the try yet, Craig. <laughs> have you even tried it yet? And I was like, yeah, I did it. When we first started here, I couldn't do a thruster. And I was like, well, have you done it now? And then all of a sudden you pick the bar up and you say, look, Moe, look, 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 I can do it. I think it just comes back to you eliminating those can'ts and, and, and won'ts and, I, and, 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 and then practicing and leading up to the open is a great way to go and, all right, let's unleash some of these potentials that I've just never thought I would be able to do. And then next thing you know, we compete, we were able to go side by side and finish this workout that you thought that could never have happened. Um, and, you know, it's an awesome experience. And I think that's something that can, you know, it, it will shows a lot of people that if you have the ability to step outside your comfort zone, you're able to achieve so many things that you wouldn't be able to think of. But, yeah. Absolutely. I think that's that's a really big point that, putting people outside their comfort zones and putting yourself outside your comfort zone is super super important for um, not only physical growth but mental growth as well and it's, it's one thing that you know I try and do in the studio um, is try and put people outside their comfort zones and it's one of the hardest things to do for a human being to put themselves outside their comfort zone and I know come and on the community thing as well getting people involved and having that support around you it's that's one thing, again, that I've focused on heavily in my business and you tend to, when you find people who have common, I guess, like-minded and common feelings towards wanting to help motivate each other and, and things like that and I know that when we've had people in our, in, in my business that haven't wanted to buy into that, then they just don't happen to hang around. So um, the people that do want to see others succeed and, and motivate each other and, and for growth and things like that, um, it definitely definitely aids in pushing yourself and others further so I guess that kind of leads into the last thing I wanted to ask you about the common roadblocks you see with athletes and clients uh, I guess we well, the, some of the things that I face is that whole the self-doubt thing the I can't do this or I've never done this before why would I be able to do it now uh, I get the motivation thing you know, just getting people to to training a lot of the time can be the hardest part, and they've got so many other things going on. But what are what are the some 
some of the common roadblocks that you see with your athletes and clients? Yeah, I mean, I get this on a daily basis. Whether they're new or they've been here for a year, I always get someone asking me, um, I'm not, I can't do that. Or, you know, the, the roadblocks of, um, we've never done this before, you know, why should I be able to do this now? Um, what a lot of them don't know is that they have that with, they have that potential with, inside them. They just yet to reach it. Um, until you can step outside their comfort zone um, safely. I'm not saying that we want you to step out your comfort zone and be jumping straight into a handstand if you can't even hold something over your head. A completely um, different. However, there's so many things that, as a coach, that you should. Uh, I'm able to see within each of my athletes. I can tell you straight away where my uh, athlete's potential, and I'm not telling you to do it. I'm telling you just give it a try. And if I know you're not ready, I'll tell you that. I think that's a, a huge role in the coach's, um, uh, coach's um, side that you have to be able to understand where your athlete is at. Um, we're not telling you to, to do it because we, you, know, you think we should give it a try. It's more of a case that I think you have potential to do it. I'm just waiting for you to give it a crack and then see if you can do it. And then hopefully that we can find some areas in there that that might be able to help assist you to get to that point. So whether it is scaling it back down, starting back from from the beginning and then working your way back to the top again, if that's the case, then, yeah, I think common roadblocks that we see is people just not ready to yet hit their potential. But as coaches, that's where we have to step in and, and obviously help you get there or overcome that, I should say. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um I guess the mental part of it is is such a huge, huge part of health and fitness training, and a lot of the time it's not the actual physical; it's it's the mental side of things. And I guess it's what you see in professional athletes, the top professional athletes. It's not they might not be the physically the strongest or physically the fittest, but they happen to be the mentally strongest. And it's one thing that you can work on every day, whether it be work life, personal life, or in your training life, that uh, work on those mental roadblocks that that each of us tend to come across thanks for the chat today man it's been awesome um hope everyone's enjoyed it and hope everyone's got something out of it if you do have any questions you can uh contact me contact moe or just write them at the at the bottom um of the vlog Uh, also this will be up on podcasts when ellie uploaded on spotify and itunes so that's fairly exciting as well so thanks brother appreciate it awesome cheers bro